You are listening to the Post Phase and Cheesesteaks podcast. For your hosts, Tim and Dakota, discuss everything football, Philadelphia sports, and much, much more. Streaming weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at PFNCS and check out our Etsy shop at the link in the bio. Thank you for listening, and let's roll right into this week's episode. Welcome back. Another episode of Post Phase Cheesesteaks. Uh, got myself Dakota. Got Nick back on. How we doing, Nick? We're doing well. Just took my daughter to her first dance class. So if oh. you ever feel old. Oh, how was that? Like, uh, it was emotional. It was definitely an emotional <laughs> experience. This is, you're growing up. Isn't that, isn't that something sweet? <clears throat> oh, man. They grow up too quick. Yeah, you got two now, so. I'm not trying to catch up to you anytime soon, but <laughs> it's, it's fun to watch from the sidelines, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, this episode, um, Nick and I are going to focus on the top 30. Well, we're going to predict every quarterback that's going to start for every team at the start of the 2023 season. So basically we'll go through, because uh, we haven't had draft yet. We haven't had free agency yet. Uh, I think we only have one significant quarterback signing so far. Um, uh, you could argue. Uh, you could argue there's been three. Okay, three quarterback signings or extensions. Fair enough. Fair, yeah. Um, so basically, we'll go like we'll start NFC East. Uh, Nick will go first. He'll just he'll do Eagles, Giants, uh, Washington, Cowgirls. Um, and then I'll let him say his spiel, and then I'll do my four, and then we'll flip, and we'll go through the divisions. And if there's any, like, absurdity, obviously we'll debate it. But, um, so, yeah, Nick, let's start it off. Like I said, NFC East, I think, is pretty set except for one team. But uh, how's that division looking? Uh, so, I mean, yeah, the three of them are obvious. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it hurts Dak and <clears> – <throat> newly i can't call him danny dimes anymore with 160 million dollar contract I don't know, yeah I don't know what we call him anymore danny duffel bags or something yeah something um that's crazy money oh i mean he's a quarterback so yeah uh the only wild card i guess is washington um which is tough because they're they're not in a position where they have a good enough pick to go young they're not a really a position where i can see like in a like a high value veteran wanting to go there um, especially knowing the Eagles and the Cowboys are in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, I go back and forth uh, whether they let Sam Howell start week one. Um, I think, honestly, it might be the sort of position where there is not a better option. And I don't think they're in a position where they're going to spend the overspend on a veteran quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to bring in a journeyman type guy to like kind of quote unquote compete with Sam Howell knowing they really want Sam Howell to at least start the season and it's kind of like if you got something you got something and if they suck then you get a high pick the next year so their team I think they say they bring in some not Ryan Fitzpatrick but a Ryan Fitzpatrick type Mm, uh, and uh, they bring him into camp but ultimately week one starter I think is Sam Howell I agree. I think they do. They're they're a weird team where they just can't figure out the quarterback, and they have good talent around. Like they have good skilled players, pretty good defense when they when they're playing all together and they're healthy. Obviously, a, a solid line. So, but I agree. I think Washington's going to end up with Sam Howell as their starter. Obviously, Cowboys is Dak. Giants gave Danny Dimes crazy money, but you kind of have to 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 pay. You know to get a, a solid quarterback. Like he's not going to I wouldn't say he's going to lose you games, but he's not also not going to win you games type of mm-hmm. quarterback. Um kind of similar to another quarterback that just got a pretty big contract for where he's at in his career, but there's that and then yeah, Eagles obviously with Hurts. We talked earlier before we were recording, but with, you know, a lot of looming free agents, I do wonder if Jalen's going to get a massive mass. I mean, he's going to get paid. But I'm wondering if it's going to be bigger than we thought because they're not really bringing anyone back so far that we know of that huge free agency class they have. So we'll see what that means. But yeah, NFC is pretty set. 
let's let's chew on that for a little bit. What's your contra- what's your contract prediction? I don't think it'll be like the highest current contract, but I don't even know. It's I mean, it's not going to be fully guaranteed. It's nothing like the Eagles aren't that yeah. moronic. What is Pat, Pat? Pat Mahomes took a pretty team fairly deal, didn't he? Yeah, he his is like ten years, five oh three, I think. Um, let's see. Right, ten years, like five oh three, and he's only going to be like the seventh highest paid quarterback in the NFL next year. That's so already a like steal of a contract. So we have. Oh, geez. Okay, hold on. Oh, Mahomes. Yeah, he's well. He is the highest paid over time, four hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> That's fucking insane. Um, over till twenty thirty two, yeah. So, which is pretty nuts. Um, then it's Josh Allen at two fifty eight till twenty nine. Russ two forty five till twenty nine. Kyler Kyler Murray. I don't know what he's doing there. Two thirty to to two thousand twenty nine. Deshaun two thirty twenty seven. Daniel Jones is now right. Wow, Daniel Jones is higher than Dak. Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, Jared Goff, right? That's crazy. 160 till 27. So I think Jalen is probably going to fall. Honestly, I could see either right behind Pat or right behind Josh. So I would say, actually, no, I think he'll be above Josh. I'm going to say like 285. Over like five six years, yeah. Some it's got to be. It's not going to be Mahomes, but his is also over ten years or whatever it was. But it's going to be more than Josh Allen, I think. Who's the second highest? What do you think? I think they're going to go Mahomes ask type um, a deal. I think the Philly sports have seen the value of stretching out a contract. I mean, look at a Bryce Harper contract and yeah, how much. It first people go crazy because they see the big number, but in reality, especially you know what it does for team building. I think especially if you look at like how he's desire to push money down and what he could do with cap manipulation if he spreads it out. And I think if you think about the way they like to restructure all the time and do this uh, with their highest salary guys, it's the best case scenario for them to do. I don't think they'll do ten years. I think they'll do like an, but I do see like a seven or an eight. And I think if he gets up to an eight, I think you could see a number like a 350, a 360. Um, and it's not going to be AAV as much as a lot as the other guys, but I think they'll make it up with guaranteeing a good chunk. I think they'll give him um, enough guarantee because I think he's also going to want to make sure he's actually competing for Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not a guy who I think wants to just get paid and, you know, he'll take, he wants to like scrub every penny in a weird way. I think that this Super Bowl loss probably, I'm not going to say he's going to take a team friendly discount because I don't think anybody should do that. But I do think he's going to like think more about like roster construction and the ability to keep AJ with him through his yeah. tenure and Devante with him through his tenure because. AJ's already got a hundred million on the line. He's about to eat up a big chunk of cash. Um, they're gonna have to pay linemen. This this team invests very heavily in the O line. Um, and I think if you don't want Devontae to walk on a second contract, because if you look at it, he's probably playing himself for a hundred plus million dollar contract. <clears throat> so in order to do that, um he's gonna have to stretch it out. I think seven or eight years. He's young enough, he's also like a pro enough. You know, I'm not really worried about him at 30. Um, mm. he'll, I think he'll probably still even be getting better um, as a passer. He probably won't run as much at that point as we've seen with other guys. Yeah. But I'm saying seven or eight years. I think the total value is going to be closer in that 350, 360, possibly 380 range. And I think they'll guarantee about 250 of it. So he'll get like one of the largest guarantees, but he'll give up the quote unquote AAV <clears throat> so that they can uh, build a team around him. 
Yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like a lot of the Eagles contracts typically have pretty high guaranteed money. Um, But looking at like Mahomes is kind of wild. It's 63 million fully guaranteed. And his total value is 450 million. Like that's kind of wild to me. Meanwhile, you look at, I mean, I'm just looking, it's like just a spreadsheet I'm looking at. You look at the Deshaun Watson, total value, 230 million, fully guaranteed, 230 million. <laughs> like it's that's insane. I I my only concern is that giving him seven to eight years with a high guarantee, the way he plays, I am a little worried. I mean, he's built to last, but even Cam, we see he's a, he's a bigger dude too, but he took a beating and it ended up, you know, not paying out phenomenal for him. Now I think, um, I think Jalen's a better quarter, like passing quarterback than, than Cam really developed into. I think Cam hit a wall. Um, But I think the difference is though, I think that <laughs> the other quarterbacks who did that, like Jalen could be a pocket quarterback and still be, extremely effective and i i think i think that they need to get his design run number down so let's it always be a part of his game because that's what makes him so explosive but like i think if that number gets down closer to seven or eight which he was around 13 14 a lot of this year um you know i I don't have i don't have the biggest bigger worry yeah now that i think about it more i do think it's actually going to eclipse 300 because you also got to remember, like, Herbert needs a new deal right now. Burrow needs a new deal right now. Yeah, he's going to set the uh, market. Like, I think I think a Burrow and a Herbert, though, I see taking, like, a shorter, big number. I agree. Like, I think they're, like, I think they're going to go more for the, on the high end of the AAV. And, like, their per year will be higher. Yeah. Um, But just sort of knowing Jalen's difference, I think he's going to be more about, like, no, I have security. No, I can be somewhere. Like he's he's like what I like to call like a like a like a build a statue player. Mm. Like he's a guy who early in his career, I think he realizes like I'm somewhere where they could build a statue of me at some point. And I think the way in which he like has won over the city is very Philly. Nobody wanted me here. I was the underdog. Now I'm like in like it was such an interesting swing, right? Because like me and you were zooming together when they drafted him right and we were like we were like really confused by the pick and we were both like man we wish he went somewhere else because we really wanted him to have a chance Mm -hmm. like we thought he was me carson's back up and it was they were gonna waste him here not saying we saw this coming but like we really liked him um and i think he's like that type of guy who's like easy to root for um and just he's a relentless worker so i see him looking more just like if I know up front, I'm going to make a quarter billion no matter what. And I know that you're giving me seven, eight years. And you know what? Maybe like either it plays out where we extend at some point in there or something, or we got to keep restructuring so that I can, you know, allow players around me to still be here or bring in a piece or two. Yeah. Um, he just seems like the quarterback that would take that approach to me. <clears throat> and how is the GM that takes that approach? I I hope so. Part of me deep down does think like while Jalen has that team first mentality, he's also going to say, look at how much adversity I've gone through. Like if you're not going to pay me what I think I deserve, like not in like an aggressive way, but like, you know what I mean? Like he'll, he'll say, I know I can get that. I know I can get more money or whatever, but I they'll get a deal done. Um, they'll get a deal. They'll get, they've been open about it. Like I've never seen a team so much like we're going to pay this guy. Like literally like how he is like, we're gonna pay this guy. This you know? this this year went from can Jalen Hurts be the guy to wow, how much money are we gonna give him? <laughs> like he's he's gonna he's gonna get paid. It's just gonna come down to what matters to him, right? Like, is it does I mean he might say, you know what, hey, I want a three year 150 because I want to cash in again. Like yeah. I don't like I don't know. It, he could go yeah. he could go anywhere with this, but I think. Again, it's not like I know him personally, but it it feels to me in the way that he he like carries himself, like he's gonna get paid. He'll get a big guarantee, and I think especially if I'm him, right? Like, why potentially risk hundreds of millions of dollars if you can get two fifty guaranteed right now with a possible up to three eighty, 
and just get that done now. You know, you got a quarter billion coming, mm-hmm. possibly up to 400 million if you can stay healthy versus he goes in next year. Let's say, he gets, you know, he gets hurt week one and then he goes into free agency. Now, like all that money that was you were definitely going to get is like all up in the air. Like if I'm him, mm-hmm. you know, you're still getting something, right? Like I think people like Bryce Harper's big thing was like, I wanted stability. I'm starting a family. I want stability. Right. He's nowhere near the top paid baseball players. Like he's like the 22nd highest paid player in baseball this year, but he got a third of a billion dollars. So like he knows he's good. Yeah. There's no, you know what I'm giving, I'm giving into like maximizing, which is what Mahomes did, honestly. Yeah. He could have have kept doing a four year 210 and then a five year 320. Like, he could have made more money, but knowing he was going to be good and knowing and just like cementing himself feels more like the way Howie and Jalen would approach this. Yeah. One last thing before we move on from that. When does it get done? That's tough because the big ones usually don't get done till the summer. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the Eagles issue is that's going to dictate what this team does, right? Yeah. Like, He's the biggest set now, and it's not next year's salary cap, but that changes if you bring in a veteran, if you go young draft heavy, um, if you sign a guy to a two, three, four year deal, like that's kind of the issue with like a CJ is you could afford CJ next year, but the following year when he's 18 million at safety and now all of a sudden you're paying your quarterback and AJ Brown's contract doesn't start kicking until next year. So now you got your two large new contracts on your team. Like, I think whether it gets inked sooner, I don't know. But I think the framework so that Howie knows what he can go out and do is probably almost done. I think that's pretty work through. Mm-hmm. Just whether or not they're like breaking news, this is the contract. Um I don't know how those quarterback dominoes are going to fall. I don't know if he goes first or Burrow goes first or Herbert goes first and like who's waiting for who to blink first. Um, and then who's going to like just change the numbers by like minuscule amounts just to like be the new highest paid. Um, but I I have a feeling the framework is already kind of worked out and whatever they're, they're kind of deciding. And the final details and numbers and injuries and all that stuff, they're probably – working through yeah i like you said it is it'll be interesting i'm i was i think more confident in the eagles free agency post season like after the regular season ended but now it's like maybe they really aren't gonna sign a majority of these guys i I didn't realize uh i mean i'm not too upset about it but i didn't realize um gardamincho was a free agent too so yeah, yeah. I th- I feel like this was a um, sort of my initial thing. I, I think it has changed post like Super Bowl. It's kind of like, all right, they'll bring back CJ. Maybe Javon, maybe Bradbury knew was gone. I felt Bradbury's, like yeah, I think, I think Hargrave's just going to get paid, honestly. Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to go somewhere else. And I think, I think Bradbury honestly ends up in Arizona with Gannon. He had his best, he had his best year with Gannon. Yeah, I've been hearing that too. He is, I think CJ is going to end up in the Ravens too. He loves Denard Wilson. Uh, I think pairing him with Kyle Hamilton, like, would not shock me yeah. at all. Um, but, and he also has that Ravens type edge to him. They like always get the good secondary players. It pisses but me he, off. <laughs> doesn't he feel like, doesn't he feel he like does. a Raven? Like, he just, he feels like a bolt. Like, he's got that Ed Reed energy. Yeah. I would, I, I would respect that um, if he did that. Uh, but, oh, fuck it. I I do feel like I feel like this team sort of feels like the replenishing this defense is a two year process. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get a couple blue chip players through the draft this year. I don't see I don't think you're gonna see any veteran signings that's sexy. None. They don't have the money. No, they're not you're gonna see any. They, I think they'll draft some guys high mm-hmm. that they have big plans for. They'll go into next year with a ton of picks. Um maybe you see one of those picks next year get traded for a veteran. But I think, again, I think they're using these two years to get young. Again, you get big contracts coming up. I mean, AJ and Jalen alone on that offense are going to cost huge, huge money. And then Devontae's contracts coming up. 
like you can only pay so many people. I think they're going to turn into more of the, the Chiefs-esque team. The offense is going to be stellar, and we're going to score a ton of points, and the defense will be serviceable. Time will tell. But we've gone on a tangent like we always do. Yeah. Back to quarterbacks. <laughs> <clears throat> NFC West, I'll do this one then. So Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners, all pretty set in stone. I think Stafford comes back healthy for the Rams, maybe plays another year or two, and then he retires. Seattle, obviously Geno Smith got his, his extension. Cardinals got a Murray. Niners is interesting yeah. because on paper it should be Trey Lance. But I have a feeling that come like, you know, first week of September, Brock Purdy is going to be starting. Well, I would have said that if it wasn't for the delay in his surgery. So Purdy, I'm just looking at the ramping in his time. Like you said, first week of September, I don't think he'll be ready to play by first week of September. Mm. I think had he was able to come into training camp earlier, like healed, healed, he'll be throwing in early summer, but he won't be full. Um, I think Trey Lance is going to start the year for them based on health, mm-hmm. but I have a sinking feeling like Purdy's the starter by the trade deadline, and yeah. I'm not sure Trey Lance even stays on the roster. Um, wow. Yeah, I don't. I think they're going to have to recoup some of what they gave up to get him, and which was ridiculous, in the which first was place. a lot. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're the Niners. If you're going to have the success you had with Brock last year, and then you're going to let Jimmy Garoppolo walk, which they've already said they're doing, Mm -hmm. and then you give Trey another chance, and if he still looks like he can't play quarterback, because let's be honest, in what I've seen of him, do you know since he was in – since if you go back to his high school varsity snaps, high school varsity, college, and his NFL career, he's taken less snaps than Tom Brady did last year. That's insane. That's a real number. Like the guy hasn't played a lot of football. And at some point, if the team goes back to Brock, like you can't keep him around. Yeah. Like that's a, we've seen how that works in the NFL. Oh, it's a cancer. It's an absolute cancer. And they'll have to dump him for picks. You know, they're not going to get nearly what they gave up to get him. I mean, they'll be lucky to get a day two pick at this point for him. Uh, But I just think, He'll start the season week one. I think Purdy takes over by the trade deadline and they move Trey Lance. I could see it. Yeah, I don't I don't see Lance as the long-term solution there for them. But um you got Stafford on the Rams still. Uh, to start the yeah, yeah. I think this year felt just like that's Super Bowl hangover kind of weird year for them. I don't actually think they're that bad of a team. Um, I mean, they were very injured, but yeah, they had they had a lot of that. Um, some guys were playing not their best ball. I mean, obviously they let Bobby Wagner walk after another All Pro season, um, which is amazing that even amongst how bad they were, he still had another All Pro year. What a, like he is a freak. Yep. Yep. Um, I do think that Jalen Ramsey's gone, though. <clears throat> and we can't afford him, but I would love to see Jalen Ramsey in Midnight Green. Yeah, and you know what's funny is everybody keeps talking about these things about like them trading Darius Slate. They would never do that. Do you wonder I was, why? I, I was thinking. Have, yeah. have you seen the cap hit if they do that? Well, they think this will be his last year, though, because I think he's a free agent after this year. He, he is, but because, yeah. because of the way they structured his contract, if they trade him, they have to pay his entire salary in dead cap. Yeah, yeah, Why? That. Why would you do that? Why would you pay somebody and then not? And he's like the second highest paid player on the team. <laughs> so why would you do that? Yeah. It just, yeah. it does. And that's, again, that's a, but that's a byproduct of Howie's system is like he got on the team early and he had no, no cap hit the first couple of years so they could build mm-hmm. other people. And now it's his time to make, it's like Lane Johnson, you know, like they got, you got to, at some point you got to eat that money. You're actually paying the guy. You don't get to keep like giving him twenty million dollar checks and tell your salary cap you're paying a million. Like, it doesn't eventually that that money comes due? Yep. But, all right, NFC South Saints obviously made a signing. Falcons, Buccaneers, Cardinal, or excuse me, Panthers. 
what do you see in that uh, division? This division's like crazy. Uh, crazy, terrible. Because the only the only per, like team <laughs> I think guarantee is the Saints. Obviously, going out and paying Derek Carr. Derek Carr, yeah, we got less money than <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, <laughs> wild. <laughs> it is wild. Um, I will say that what talking about a quarterback, I was like wrong about. I thought he was going to be out of the NFL by year five, and he's made a lot of money. Um, Derek Carr, yeah, he's just a weird guy. He's very much a Kirk Cousins for me. Like he yeah. shows you these flashes, like wow, this guy could be really good, and then he just can't. He's just not consistent at all. No. Um, yeah, there's so there's so many different things with with this with these teams. Um, Kyle Trask for the Buccaneers. I just, I, I, they don't have picks and they don't have money. So oh, yeah. like, by just natural consequences, I think he probably is their week one starter. But that's that I'm pretty much saying like this year is just a complete rebuild, gut job. Um, they're letting everybody walk. I mean, they cut, their, they cut their left tackle. They're letting Leonard Fournette walk. Yep. Like, they're just getting rid of everybody. They're burning this thing down to the studs. So because of that, I think Kyle Trask is a week one starter because they're just offloading salary cap at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're paying Brady $35 million this year to be retired. So they're, they're probably just going to stick with Trask. Um the Panthers are an interesting. The Panthers and the Falcons are interesting to interesting to me uh, because I think when we look at like this whole Lamar Jackson thing, right? Like everyone keeps saying the Falcons are like it's not. I don't see it happening. Everyone's like that's the landing spot for him, right? Like, but I think it's because it makes too much sense. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, or like. Their owner very much likes that type of player. They've got money to do it. Um, It's just one of those things I don't fully see happening. Um, Mm. But I'm also not like totally sold on Desmond Ritter. Oh, nobody is. They'd say it's. It's it's kind of one of those things like, you know who I could see, and it wouldn't be like the, it wouldn't be sexy, but I could see is uh, Ryan Tannehill going mm. over to Atlanta because mm. he was, um, their their coach was the Titans' offensive coordinator. So. If you look at it at in nineteen twenty when they were the Titans were a better offense, so if you look at it as like maybe we have a little bit of a resurgence, maybe we have we're like a little we've been figured out. Do do we have something in Kyle Pitts? Do we have something in some of these other people? Then you know possibly you go that way. Um, in Carolina, <laughs> uh, God, if they're gonna draft somebody. I I think I do think Will Levis ends up there. They feel it feels like a very Will Levis spot to end up with Frank Reich. Yeah, I have Will Levis to the Panthers. Yeah, um, Carr for for the Saints. I think they're gonna rock with Desmond Ritter. I just you have to find out what you got in him. I mean, they benched Mariota, who was playing okay, mm-hmm. to let Desmond Ritter play. So that's got to be something. And I have I don't know if it's gonna happen, but it's just kind of a fun thing to say. I feel like uh, Bucks. Since you said they're gonna, you know, the rebuilding, they're a little bit of a mess. I could see Jameis Winston going back there, a little, yeah. little second tour. So yeah, I could I'll, see that. I'll, I'll put Jameis Winston there for the Bucks. I could see that, and then he can kind of coach up, you know, the young guys. But um, this next division's also like the same kind of like, well, it could be interesting, it could be not. NFC North, so Bears. Justin Fields. I don't know why there's still questions about this. They they wasted all that. They they went out and got him, made him the guy. They aren't supporting him, but you're not going to find anybody else better right now. Jared Goff, I think is, I hate to admit it, but he's playing much better than he gets credit for with the Lions. Yeah. And then Vikings, Kirk Cousins in his last year, he'll ride that out. The Packers is interesting. Nobody understands anything that Aaron Rodgers says or does. 
but I think this is like the final. We've had the boil. It's been boiling for what years and years now. I think he finally gets moved. I'll say later what that is, but mm-hmm. I'll put a pencil in Jordan Love for the Packers starting this next year. I, I would agree. I would agree with that. All right. Well, if that's agreed across the board, AFC East, what do you got for that one? The good old AFC East. So I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I'm not fully, fully, fully sure Tua comes back next year. Like, it sounds crazy, but like. Uh, yeah. I, I penciled him in, but I was like, I wrote it down. I was like, is he actually going to be able to play, though? Yeah, like, and I go back and forth from just, like, all the people over my lifetime that I've known with multiple concussions and then seeing him mm-hmm. get hit on two separate occasions with clear concussions already happening. Um, he hasn't made a ton of money, but he's if he's smart with it, like, he's made enough to be like, hey, let me get out of here with, like, my head still attached to my shoulders. Um because I don't know if a team's going to pay him when the time comes, you know? I don't think so. And I yeah. think he's, I think if you look at it and you see that writing on the wall, I mean, he was a first-round pick, so you got to remember, a lot of his money was a signing bonus. Yeah. Like, he's already got a lot of the cash he was going to get. Their, their salary is not much. So, okay, he gives up a couple million, but, like, I don't – he's not getting these quarterback contracts we're talking about this year. He's not getting one of those. Who yeah. Who would do that? So – I'm not even fully, fully sold that he's back. I will say he's back, but it would not shock me in the slightest mm. if he doesn't, you know, return. Um, the Jets, I think, is a Rob. I think that's you that's think like that's, that's okay. the landing spot. That's the landing spot. I, I think they make that happen. Um, Zach Wilson may be the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Um, I said that, but when he, when he was getting when the draft started, I was like, if the Eagles draft this motherfucker, I might not watch. Well, do you know what I was that because I thought he was that bad. Do you know what I hate is like it's such a like typical NFL draft thing to happen oh, yeah. all year. Every single person thought Justin Fields was the second best quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence all year. Mm-hmm. No one questioned it. Nothing. Then the year ends, he's still the second best quarterback. We all of a sudden get to. Uh, the combine, everything, and the pro days. Zach Wilson makes one throw in his in the underwear Olympics with no shoulder pads, <laughs> no helmet on, no on air, and all of a sudden he, he goes up to number two. The guy couldn't even be a captain at BYU. What college quarterback is not a captain? That should have yeah. been red flag number one. Uh, and unfortunately, it's it's the thing which I hope is starting to break now that we look at how many black quarterbacks are as good as they are. Is this happens every year? The black quarterbacks drop and the white quarterbacks rise up the boards. Mac Jones was drafted you know, in number 15 in the first round when in the pre-draft process, we were like, maybe he goes by the third. Yeah. Like it's it's just amazing to me how you can pencil in the black QB will drop and the white QB will rise. Now, all these significant starters and seeing what Mahomes and Hurts and you know Lamar and, and Deshaun before he was, you know doing his weird stuff but like Dak. you Dak like you've got a lot of Kyler Murray like you've got a lot more now when you didn't have him before um but no long way to say I think it's going to be A-Rod um well I I do hope in the draft we don't see I would say Bryce John CJ Stroud is the one too and then Will yeah, Levis pretty- but Hopefully, Will Levis doesn't you know all of a sudden go number one overall to the Texans. That oh, would be different. No way. No, that way. would be different. No way. Um, Patriots. I think this is the make or break for Mac Jones. I oh, think, I agree. I yeah. think this is the I think this is the make or break. Um, I'll still give him Week One, but I think it's going to be more of a battle with Bailey Zappi than like other Bailey's people. Think. Um. And then the Buffalo Bills, obviously, Josh Allen. I mean, yeah, yeah. I gotta make it a little, a little spicy in the AFC East. So the first three are, are normal. So Allen with the Bills, Mac Jones with the Patriots. But like you said, I think you know, like a tight leash, he'll be right back in the doghouse if he plays like crap again. And 
Finns, yeah, we'll go with Tua. See, hopefully he's healthy. You never know with that. Jets. I thought about this for a while, and I was going to say Aaron Rodgers. But something something about Lamar Jackson hmm. going to the Jets hmm. just feels like that. with that offense and those weapons, I just feel like it's a better fit because they're th- that'll be a pretty quick offense. Um so that's that's where I'm going with the Jets. I think Lamar Jackson, I think he gets traded there. Um and the Ravens uh they'll figure it out. But yeah, Lamar Jackson to the Jets. Okay. That's that's definitely one I considered. Mhm. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> I could see Aaron Rodgers, but Again, he's nearly nearly unpredictable. I can't even speak. He's not predictable. So, yeah. Uh, as far as the next division, so we have AFC West. This one, set in stone besides the Raiders. So, Russ with the Broncos, Mahomes with the Chiefs, Herbert with the Chargers. I think it makes almost too much sense for Jimmy G just to move, you know, down a little, go to Vegas. Um, his old, yeah, I, his old yeah, OC. Yeah, I can see. I mean, I don't think the Raiders are going to uh, draft a quarterback this year, so I think they'll they'll bring in Jimmy G to to start that on that team. So I think the Jimmy G Josh McDaniels connection makes him like a obvious hot like a hot like oh this could this could make sense. Um, I I see Jimmy G though like more on the Dolphins as mm. the two insurance. Okay. Uh, that That's where I feel like Jimmy ends in Miami. And then he's sort of the, like, we don't know what we've got with Tua, what's going to happen. Um, and they kind of work that out. Uh, I think Lamar ends up in Vegas. Really? Yep. Okay. I like it. Yep. I think he ends up in Vegas. I he think gets a, they, he gets a real wide receiver. He gets a real he gets a wow. real receiver. You've got you know a brand new stadium, an owner that just moved him. Um, you've paid a lot to get Devontae Adams. Yeah, just to, to just turn around in one year um, after the money you gave him, after the assets you gave up for him, uh, that's a tough pill to swallow. And Devontae is of a stature that you're not just gonna you have him, you're not gonna waste him, you're not gonna bring somebody in. They're not in a position where they can draft somebody high enough. Right. Um, and there's really not any like big contracts other than Devontae on that roster. I mean, they franchise tag Josh Jacobs. Um, they could make the money work. And I think that they're not necessarily in a position where the, the draft picks aren't going to do enough. You got to remember, they're still trying to sell seats. Like they're in a new place. They need to sell yeah. season tickets. They need to get excitement. They need buzz. Um, I mean, look at like, the Los Angeles Chargers games, like they're 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 basically away games for those teams. Like yep. there's teams that need to bring fans in, and Lamar will sell jerseys and he'll sell tickets, and that's what their ownership needs. So I think that's his landing spot is Las Vegas. So we both had Lamar not with the Ravens. What percent is the likelihood that he is not the Ravens starting quarterback? You think? Like ninety. Really? <laughs> like it's, it's, first of all, they didn't even put the exclusive franchise tag on him. Like the, and, and like every report I've seen is they're like a hundred million dollars apart. Not like we're a little bit on contract. If they really wanted him, they would have gotten this done. Yeah. They would have been done. They, already. And they didn't even, you know, we've all known he's wanted a contract. Um, and they didn't even exclusive franchise tag him. Like you're gonna let people come in and negotiate with him? <laughs> it's that's not a team that wants. They'll take the two first round picks and move on. Yeah. All right, Lamar Jackson, out of Baltimore. Um. All right. So the rest of the AFC West is set in stone. AFC South, probably the one that's gonna see the biggest shakeup besides the NFC South. Funny enough. Um. So you said Tannehill to, did you say Washington? 
Is that what I heard? Uh, no, Atlanta. Atlanta. So then you have likely three new quarterbacks in this division. So what's that looking like so far? Without, you know, Jaguars, obviously Trevor Lawrence, but the rest yeah, of the three. Also, Calvin Ridley was officially reinstated, by the way. Yeah, they're going to be nasty. That offense is going to be scary. All of a sudden, you know, that uh, – what's his name? I had a nice something, something nice to say about a receiver from Arizona. No, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Who did they sign last year that we were like, what the hell are they doing? Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk. Throw Probably. him in the, Keep him in the slot. Although he, he did nothing in the Eagles game he went to in the hurricane. Well, yeah. But um, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, this is division. Uh, Trevor's going to be at the top. And I think they're going to be a really good team next year. I think like like 12 and 5 wouldn't surprise me. I will say if if uh, Ramsey doesn't go to like some – if he's not like – forced to a certain team i think he might he could end up back with the jaguars i feel like he still likes that play he had like a highlight tape that he posted the other day with like him and his rams and jags gear and i yeah. was like i haven't seen you post jaguar stuff in a while so yeah he's he he, he tweeted about them at one point like yeah. saying he, like he missed duval like when they were on that run i could see that yeah um but uh, so so obviously Trevor, the Texans I think take Bryce Young. Um, I think they move up to one and ensure mm-hmm. they get him. Um, they'll move up one spot. Um, the Colts. I I go back and forth on this. Um, I could see them moving up and t- taking C.J. Stroud. But I'm actually going to go with a little bit of the wild card answer here. Oh. So I think they do not trade up. They keep their picks. Maybe even trade down a pick or two Mm. if they know that the team coming up is not going after who they go after. And I think this is the team that takes Anthony Richardson. Because I think Shane Steichen is going to see what he did with Jalen Hurts what he can do with a freak athlete quarterback. Anthony Richardson is an off-the-charts athletic freak. Um, his tape is inconsistent. But yeah. I think Shane is going to look at that and say, look what I did with Jalen. The NFL is moving to you getting away from the pocket quarterbacks and more to the guys who can create and go off script and do this. And Anthony Richardson is going to bring a level to that team that I don't think, and you know, anybody's really going to be able to have that combat for it. Now, is he going to be like probably pretty bad year one? Yes. But I think Shane's going to be able to look at this and be like, okay, this is going to be a, a two, three year thing for me, which it wasn't like Jalen was super sexy out the gate. Um, you know, we liked what we saw on that short sample size of the four games. We knew we obviously had a lot of timing to work on. His next year he came back. We saw we saw like little spurts. And then this year he really put it all together. So I think that everybody thinks they're moving up for CJ Stroud, but I actually think they either stay or move back a couple spots and take Anthony Richardson. Um and that leaves me with the Titans. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett, the Titans. I've I've heard a little bit of that. I think I think they will look, go for more of a game manager type. Um, I think this is a little bit of a rebuild for them too. I do think they move on from Derrick Henry mm. because this is the last year of his contract and they're nowhere near competing. Um, it just makes too much sense to move on for them. It doesn't make sense to resign him. It doesn't make sense to keep him on a team that's going to win six games. Um, I'm, I'm getting nervous though. Cause I keep hearing him to the bills and wow, would that be scary? They, they need him though. Oh my God. Can you imagine the bills with Derrick Henry? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, but it would be it would be something different. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have I have Texans, Bryce Young, Jags, obviously Trevor Lawrence, Titans. So my thing is this: I think, I think like you said, they are going to be in a bit of a rebuilding, retooling. If so, if they keep Henry, I think they bring back they they have Tannehill back for a year. If Henry's traded, Tannehill's gone. 
This team is getting blown up. Maybe the Eagles go and trade, you know, for a safety out there. We'll see. Um, (laughs) But then I think they're going to let Malik Willis just – he looked like garbage, but you got to let him play. You let him – he sat for half the year, played it here and there, looked like garbage. He looked so bad, though, like – you give him give him the full off season. Let him go into training camp as a starter. See how he does. And like you said, a rebuilding year. If they have if they lost Derrick Henry, this team's nothing. No. So let him play. Let's you know you get, that's the only way you're going to find out what you have in him. If he can find ways to win games or play really well with a shitty offense, you might have something. If he's as bad as the team is, then you know what you got in him. So, I mean, here's the only thing with that. If you do trade Derrick Henry and you you get you cut Tannehill, you move on from him. I mean, I guess you almost want Malik Willis to start because if he yeah. sucks, you get, a, you get a high pick anyways. Exactly. Um, the Colts, I think uh, you know they're going to be a little little dicey and uh, takes a uh, you know TCU quarterback Max Duggan. Um, uh, no, I'm just kidding. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I think I think it's I don't know. <sighs> They're that team that's like missed on quarterbacks a time and time again in the last few years. And something tells me Jimmy says in you know the GMs year already, you know. Well, yeah. I just think they're gonna they're gonna make moves and get CJ Stroud. So I don't think there's any. I think Richardson has the most upside. He's obviously one of the most athletic prospects. Um but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Stroud's the most pro ready. He's going to be in uh... Stroud. Stroud CJ Stroud is the most pro ready. If you wanted, if you wanted a quarterback to come in from this class, yeah. And they still have a talented team when they're healthy. Yeah. No, they, so, they, they, they do. So I could see it. I think, I think with Richardson, you know, not to get too, too big into the draft, but I think with him, it's going to be, he'll be that typical quarterback where we think he's going to go somewhere in the middle of the pack. But I think he's either going to go really early or he's going to re- go really late at the end of the, dr- of the first round. Yeah. Um, just quarterbacks are always so unpredictable, and they're usually reached on. So I can see him going way earlier than he's you know, yeah. going to go based on his current play style. We, there's, always, there's always a surprise early in the draft. Yeah. And he, to me, is the guy that makes the most sense to be the surprise. Yeah, I agree. So, um, all right. So we're down to our last division. And if you notice, there's one name I haven't said yet. So uh, to get the easy ones out of the way, Browns are going to have Watson. I think Pickett's going to be with the Steelers still. I think he'll play fine. Joel Burr in Cincinnati. And since the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson anymore, they take some of that capital and they go and get Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Oh God! Isn't they that gross? Nobody, they have nobody. They have nobody on that team from the throw to. He's used to that. <laughs> it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a, a very ground and pound heavy offense, where Aaron Rodgers can kind of sit back. They'll get a receiver for him. Target some guys. It'll be. It'll be tailored towards you know his style, but he's not gonna be thrown as much as he did with the Packers. Um. Yeah, that's what because I don't I don't think he goes to the Jets. Something I know it's so obvious, but it's something something in me is just not feeling it. And then the next I don't see him going to the Raiders. That would be cool though to reunite with um you know his boy so out fun. there. They took one year apart and then head back together. They basically just like the the you know Las Vegas Packers at that point, but um yeah, I think he ends up in Baltimore. So that that's my my cherry on the top of this episode of predicting the 32 starting NFL quarterback. So all right. You're right. You're ready to vomit. What what is what? There's a there's a wild card of a fella that I think makes that I think make, makes his way over to Baltimore. Cause for some reason this cat has this cat has nine lives and just continues to keep coming back. There's no he, way. Even though he shouldn't. There's no way. And <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I I think that oh. Carson Wentz. Oh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> becomes the quarterback 
of the Baltimore Ravens after they, after they move on from Lamar. I think what's going to happen is they're going to bring him in on some stupid cheap deal, but give him a chance to be a starter. And I don't see any place else where, I mean, you can, <laughs> I guess, if it's not there, the only other chance Carson even has a, team, a chance at a roster spot is the Panthers to go with Frank Reich. I can, see, I can see Tampa. Uh, I think or, it, or he just I, takes a backup job. I don't know. I can't see him. I can't see him. Being, dude, he is the, his ego would not let him be a backup. I just can't see it. Mm-hmm. He he crumbled when they drafted Jalen. Crumbled psychologically, like fell within himself. So you're not rocking with Tyler Huntley, the Pro Bowl quarterback for the oh, Baltimore Ravens? That that made me hate the Pro Bowl that <laughs> they made him a Pro Bowl. Um, oh fuck. No, I think I think they move on, and I think they try to sell to themselves. They can get something out of him for cheap, and yeah, I hate to say it. I don't think he's out of the league, but I also don't think that he's going to accept a backup role. I think, and I think the only team who does who won't have like the real position to draft somebody young, but it's going to take that that veteran shot. There's always that team that thinks they can find a guy to like fix. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good, which is just going to make Ravens fans hate their ownership that they wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson, but then they took Carson Wentz. But I think this, I think he gets one last hurrah, one last one. He'll have an awful year because he doesn't have anybody, but I still think he'll get one more shot. Boy, what a what a knife in the fucking stomach for for Ravens fans though. That's like that. Well, we want we want Lamar Jackson. We have Lamar Jackson at home. It's Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, I just i I could see it. Like it's, it's like sickening for me to think about because I just do not understand how this guy's still an NFL quarterback. Um, but I don't see him taking a backup role, or he'll be that guy who waits at home for somebody to get hurt. That wouldn't surprise me either. If he if he doesn't sign now and he waits until somebody gets hurt in preseason. Um, kind of like that Cam Newton situation. I will say the the uh, twenty sixteen quarterback draft class of Jared Goff and Carson Wentz continue to keep us entertained. Like Goff, one he looks like he's he's gonna be the guy, and then he starts playing like shit. Then we think he's washed. Then he goes to the lines, plays like shit. Then he gets better all of a sudden. Then he's like realistically a top 15 quarterback then Carson Wentz plays really well gets hurt plays like shit gets hurt again plays like shit bounces around the league to three different teams in three years so so crazy I never who would have thought and lo and behold who steps in at quarterback and leads Eagles to a almost Super Bowl victory Jalen Hurts what a time all right both, both of his backups led teams to Super Bowls like yeah it's not a great look no to be fair and this is the last nice thing I'll say about Carson because he's really soured on me I do think they would have beaten Seattle if he didn't get concussed in the first five minutes of that game yeah we don't we don't know we don't know what would have happened but. I think they would. I think there's. They could have beat Seattle. I won't argue that. I don't think they were going anywhere past that. But I think they could have won that game. Yeah. So. Well, hopefully the Eagles make some frugal choices and that benefit the team. It'll be sad. I would say it'll be crazy if we wake up one day and instead of trying to re-sign Garner Johnson, it turns out to be Bradbury that takes a team-friendly deal and stays to play with Darius Slay for one more year or something stupid like that. But I don't... Uh, while while James had a great year this past year, like, I'm not in love with the 230-year-old corner idea. Like, I'm oh, just... I. I want them to draft a guy, you know, top 10 and insert him into the starting lineup. But 
That's just me. Like I'm, I'm in the position where I'm willing to give Slay an extension, add two years onto it, spread some yeah. money. I'm still, I'm still playing at a high level, but that's with the caveat that they draft somebody high this year who can become the CB one in a year or two, and Slay becomes CB two. Yeah. Now I don't know how, because obviously there's like the whole tampering period stuff, but obviously agents talk to teams beforehand. Do you think there's a there's a chance? Let's say that yes, the Eagles lowballed CJ. Part of me thinks that there's a there's a chance that he doesn't get what he's looking for in the market. Like to his, maybe he's asking way too much and he thinks he can get it and he doesn't. Do you think he comes back to the Eagles and says, let's re let's try again. Let's renegotiate again. I think if we get past the first three days and he's not signed, I'll feel that I'll feel confident that he'll come back to the table, but I don't know. We saw safeties get a lot of money last year. I know. It's a new teams, like safeties to new teams, not their own teams. So we'll see. It's I a shame. But I think I think he'll get it. The only chance, the only chance that he doesn't is if other teams aren't willing to jive with his personality. Because that was part of the Saints' reason for moving on from him, is they didn't like his quirks and his like stuff and like his, his like. Like that's a Philly thing, and that works. Like Philly will love you for that, but like mm. some organizations, like Slay is a kind of a an off dude. Like that was why the Lions were so okay to move on from him, and him and Patricia hated each other. Um, but <laughs> like only certain locker rooms can take stuff like that on. Like mm. it'll depend. I I think he gets paid somewhere. I think he was. Tied for NFL lead in interceptions, only playing 12 games. He can yeah. play slot corner. He can play safety. He can play in the box. He can roam. He could play in any scheme. Like, he's a hard hitter. Um, it's, I, it's hard not to, like, he's a guy you like yeah. to build. Right? I mean, we still, when do, if we have a couple weeks still, I think, or two maybe. I forget when free agency starts. It's usually the end of That's March, good. isn't it? So That's next week. Oh, already? Yeah, All right, legal so tampering next Monday. <laughs> Other teams can talk with them next Monday, and then uh, next Wednesday is the actual free agency. So yeah, Wednesday starts free agency, which we usually find out like Tuesday who's getting signed, and then what March Madness starts on like Thursday or Friday. It's gonna be wild. Hi, Ava. <laughs> she wants to sit on my lap. Say hi. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right yep so tampering starts monday legal tampering starts monday so so agents can talk teams can talk with other teams agents can talk with other teams not just their own team right. and then free agencies wednesday yeah um so yeah i think you're they'll announce some deals early next week um i think cj's gone i think hargrave's gone i think bradbury's gone yeah. I feel a little bit more like Edwards might be back. Um, but if we'll see. Yeah, I mean that we could this could go there's so many different rabbit holes. I do think if if they end up not signing a, a large majority of these big name guys, not that they necessarily need him back, but I could see Miles taking another one year and just saying, Yeah, let's play one more. But we'll see. But all right, any final thoughts on on quarterbacks? No, I think it's going to be a um, the draft will be one of the bigger things, and then what happens with Rodgers and Lamar Jackson? I think are going to be the other sort of yeah. It'll be in, it'll be interesting to see when those dominoes fall. I think Lamar moves before Rodgers, but I think Rodgers might be like a week before draft type. I think Lamar might be sooner, but yeah, who knows anymore? We're Lamar always surprised. Would be, Lamar would have to be soon because if a team's giving up two first round picks, that's going to change their entire draft oh, strategy. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to do the day before. 
No, so that would have to be something that works out like soon because you're going to change a lot of what you're doing if you're bringing him in and getting rid of two picks. Yeah. So. All righty. Thanks again for, you know, always being ready to hop on. And yeah, I think this is a pretty, we have a pretty similar, obviously the, I said Lamar to the Jets. You said Aaron to the Jets. I said Jimmy G the Raiders. You said Lamar. You, you said Carson Wentz to the poor Ravens. And I said Aaron Rodgers. So those are the big ones. Um, I throw a spicy one, and then I couldn't just stay like all like things that just people are reporting. Ravens got the they got all the spicy. I mean Rodgers and poor Wentz. You know, pick your poison. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. all right, I'll uh, I'll catch you later. All right, always a blast. Peace.